0: Hello? You play to win the game. Let's
1: go to eat a damn snack. We're taking receipts, and I can't wait to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around.
0: No question about it, I am ready to get hurt again. Hurt
2: again, man. He hurt again. Another loss. Um, things are looking a little, uh, a little tight right now, but not all hope is lost. I'm a little under the weather, but if Mike White can come back from those hits... I can work through a little sickness, you know, so I'm here, I'm here, and, um, you know, it, it was a rough loss, I mean, it could, you know how they say that a football game can come down to literally just one or two plays? Yeah. We could literally
1: pinpoint the three plays that this week came down to. And we're going to be getting into that today, too. Right, but before we get into that, how are you, sir? I'm doing amazing, man, and you know, you know what else they say, right? Misery loves company, and we're both miserable this weekend, so... Well, um, fuck
2: your team, because because of your team, we're no longer
1: in the playoffs. Fair enough. Fair enough. But you know, we're gonna have an additional person with us today to share that misery with as well, right? Yes, sir. Joining us is Mr.
2: Cromarty Jr., Spiral Kush. Uh I, mean, I don't know how many other names you got. How many other <laughs> names you got, man? Uh,
0: you know your favorite <laughs> jets, man. had into the chat, man. Enter the there podcast. I'm here with y'all. <laughs> how
2: y'all uh, we doing, appreciate man? you joining us, man. Yeah, for sure. Well, Snapchat. before we get started, congratulations on the new little Jet fan in your family, because I know you're you're uh, a third-time father, mm-hmm. so congratulations on that. I'm sure that that's yeah. awesome. I mean, I love my kids, and I want to have another, but we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, you are by far one of the most interactive fans on Twitter. Like, when I get <laughs> on Twitter and I refresh, uh, I'm, boom. I'm, see, I'm seeing Cromartie Jr. somewhere. So, <laughs> So, I felt like it was appropriate to have you on because I mean, a lot of things going on right now in the Jets world, and I feel like you're one of the perfect people to get kind of just pick your brain about what you're thinking. Sure. So, Manny, would you anything you want to ask? Uh, oh, for sure, I want to ask him something. Our, okay, for go sure, for, I want to ask
1: because you know, I'm a dolphin fan, I'm gonna be an a hole about this. Um, Dang, so the Cromartie Jr. name now, does that come from you liking Antonio Cromartie or are you one of his 16 kids? I, I need to know that.
0: No, nah, so that's a crazy uh, you know, misconception, man, on Twitter. It's I don't know if everybody always catches it. Anybody ever catches it, but like sometimes throughout my tweets, they'll mm-hmm. be talking to me as if I am Cromati or I'm his son. No something. shit. It's the funny oh, really? stuff. So I don't always correct it because it's actually hilarious to me. It is. But yeah. honestly, it really just stems from so back in like, I don't know, years now on Twitter, i almost every time um Kaysat Dredge probably joined the military. I used to uh, have my name as, you know, somebody that had dreads, like so Chris Ivory, who uh, was some Ooh. other ones? It wasn't Kyle Wilson, oh God, no. Like, pretty much anyone that <laughs> had dreads. Uh that Kyle Wilson. Right, so Kyle, so Kamari was, like, the one of the last ones I did, or whatever <laughs> have you. And, you know, that was my boy throughout, you know, when I started to become a Jets fan or whatever, you know, even before that, like, you know, he's one of the dudes coming from Florida. You know, that was one of the dudes that, um I really liked coming in. So when we got him. You know, that was my favorite players in the league from the beginning. So, Well, that, Cromart- that,
1: that cromartie Revis connection was pretty legit, so I'm not going to sit here and hate about it. For sure. Th- th- that was pretty You, uh, was you pretty stay in badass. Florida?
0: I used to. Yeah, that's what I pretty much okay. raised
1: up in. Yeah, in, uh, Fort okay, Lauderdale. and you up north now? Whoa, you you say Fort Lauderdale? Yeah. And you're not a Dolphin fan? Hold on, bro.
0: Nah. Hold on, bro. born <laughs> in New York. Born in <laughs> New, <laughs> New <laughs> York. Okay. okay, fair enough, fair enough, yeah, fair enough. born in New York. Uh, yeah, and I just moved down to Florida with my mom and them, and
1: Pretty much was raised there. Uh, then I got no comment. I, I thought you were yeah, born yeah. in Florida and you became a Jets. So I'm like, how the nah, f- does that work? Nah. Like, okay, be, okay. Then, in what about you, Danny? Anything
2: before we hit it off? <laughs> no, 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 man. I'm ready to get on this because, I, I, like, like I said, he's really opinionated. And, I, and a lot of times I agree with what he has to say. So I'm kind of uh, excited. to. Kind of <laughs> he didn't say every time. Well, <laughs> right, right. Not, not, every, not every time. Not every time. <laughs> not every time, but a lot of times. Yeah. So let's get on to this game. So we we um, before a week or two before this game, I, I thought that it was going to be a really hard, um, a tough game to win, like I, because we're in Buffalo, because they want payback just for a multitude of reasons. I thought it was going to be really hard to win. But as the game approached and after I saw how we lost to Minnesota, I kind of felt like, you know, what, this game is going to be ours. I felt pretty confident that we we're going to win. So I'm a little disappointed that we lost, but I think we had our chances. But it really came down to three plays. And those three plays were obvious, right? It was mm-hmm. Joe Flacco comes in and he, he fumbles the ball on his, what, was his third play, right? Because it was yeah, the second they... time he came in. Yeah. It was Michael Carter's fumble when they were driving.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it
2: was CJ Mosley's offside call.
0: Oh, yeah. Yep.
2: Those three plays, now, obviously, they happen, so you can't take it back. Correct. But if mm-hmm. those three things don't happen, I think we have a great chance of pulling this game out. You're in a much better position, yeah. We, we made Josh Allen look average. And I was For going sure. back and forth with one of the Bills fans on Twitter, and he was getting really upset because I kept saying that he looked average. But if you look <laughs> at his stats, like nobody's going to waste their time doing it. But if you rank his games, it's been like, what, 14 games now, 13 games? Yeah. From yeah. 1 to 13, best performance to worst performance, I promise you the last two are the Jets games because we made him look average. Yeah. And I think that that speaks a lot to our defense. So, before I get to you, Manny, because I'm sure you have some opinions, I'm going to go to Crow first. Let's do it. So, Crow, what did you think about this game on Sunday?
0: So, it was like, I don't know. I don't think I see it in the same light as everyone else in a way that, you know, the season is kind of, you know, on a downtrend or whatever have you. I think a lot of people are starting to look at it as like, oh, we're starting to lose now. We weren't losing with Zach Wilson, so he must be the problem. I think that's immediately wrong. Um, Right. I think, like you said, there's those those big, three big plays, key plays that we didn't get. And I kind of I was just thinking about that earlier today, as you know, I was about to come on with you guys and everything, about how every loss that we've had, we've been in every single game, and it's honestly honestly been those couple plays that have you know snake bitten us a little bit. But as far as like you know, you know the games and as, as they're going in, and you know we're coming in, we're saying, we're remaining prepared. That's the that's the most important thing for me. So we don't come in, we don't look lost, whatever have you. You know, we're improving. There's a lot of key phases that the Jets are improving now, now that they have Mike White. And that's what um, I was explaining to someone on the timeline about, you know, he's talking about, oh, um, we need to figure out Zach Wilson. We don't figure out Zach Wilson then you know, their whole duration of this team changes. I don't think so. I think that if we could play the defense that we're playing, make a lot of these key look average, he could deliver the passes that we need him to do and just move the ball in an efficient manner. Like I said, we don't need um, – I, I was in a space with someone the other day, and he said, oh, I'm getting tired of, you know, the Jets not having a top-tier QB. I want us to have, like, that franchise guy, that top three, top five guy. There's very few and far between in the league, man. Yep. That's not realistic, and I think that a lot of people, they carp on that. If I draft a QB, he has to be the guy, like, of the entire league, not even just, like, your team. They don't want to win. They want the, to be the face of the league. And the Jets – here's the thing. I don't think the Jets will ever get that, and I don't think they need that to win. They don't. Every team that has won the Super Bowl for the past couple of years, they don't always have that guy. They don't, their QB isn't the face of the, of the NFL.
2: You know um, what I'm Last year, it wasn't with um, – what's his face in, in Los Angeles? Uh, Matthew, Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford.
0: You know, and, yeah. and other QBs yeah. we can talk about.
2: Right. they probably
0: at the top near the top of the league, like top five, right. Right. top ten. You, you, if you have a top but, ten and a good
2: roster, you're good.
0: yeah. But, what, but here, here's the thing. What does top 10 look like nowadays? You have Jimmy Garoppolo inside of the, uh, the playoff, inside the Super Bowls nowadays. You got yep. Jared Goff in the Super Bowl nowadays. Mm,
2: you're right. You right. You got Colin
0: Kaepernick after, after 10 starts in the league. He's clearly not mm. top 10. You know, it's no. like go on and on. <laughs> you don't yeah, need right. to have – shit, Nick Foles. You know what I'm yep. saying? So, like, you come in and you got all these different guys coming in, and it all really matters of how they run their offense and how y'all team is set up to win. We want to run the ball next year. We're going to want to run the ball the year after Mm -hmm. that. Probably we're going to want to run the ball in 2025. It doesn't matter. We're going to play defense and run the ball. That's the Jets MO. So if you're coming in like Zach Wilson's coming in and he wants to change that, that's when you start to hear in these pressures, we have to scale him back and going into this game. What I took away from that, uh, that game with the bills was that we are training in the right direction and that if we clean up this old line and we probably get a little bit more depth at the receiver position, we know we're going to be all right. I didn't come from that. I didn't leave that game feeling defeated. I left th- those games feeling like as a division, when you look at the entirety of the totality of the division, where the Jets stand, call me biased or not, I, I, I would assume that we're, if not 2A, we're definitely 2B. <laughs> as far right. as you want to argue it. You know what I mean? But, I know we're not right. last anymore. Right, no, and
2: I agree you with you. I mean, and it's and it's it's odd because I also agree. I think we're we're right there with the Dolphins for the second spot in the in the division. We'll see how the Dolphins do against the Bills because if they shit the bed again, maybe I feel better about the Jets. But yeah. no matter how it stands, we're last in the division, unfortunately. But I do yeah. like what you said because we've had plenty of games that have gone down to just one play where it could have one. If John Franklin Myers doesn't have that pass interference we run that touchdown back with Michael Carter. I'm so, confident we win that game. If yeah. Braxton Berrios doesn't drop that ball in the end zone last week against the Vikings, we win that win game. That game. Yeah. If, Mike, uh, if Mike White gets put in for one or drive in the fourth quarter against the Patriots when they couldn't move the ball, we probably win that game. So I, I, I agree. We're in every game because we have a good roster. And even though mm-hmm. we don't have that QB per se – It's okay because our roster is good enough to win. And if Mike, if Zach Wilson was putting up Mike White numbers right now, how hyped would everybody be right now? And that's the second overall pick throwing for three hundred yards. Everybody would be like, "That's it, we got our franchise guy." But because it's Mike White in the fifth round, you're like, "Eh, "We'll see what he does next week."
0: And I think that's the most disheartening thing about this three-game stretch now is the fact that everyone's waiting on that game where the entire floor falls out for for Mike White and like, yeah, well, it's time to go back to Zach Wilson. We knew it. Like, no, it shouldn't be that way. Zach Wilson hasn't earned the right to start because of his play. It wasn't. That's the thing that everybody's kind of confusing. Yes, the presser kind of added more gasoline to that fire, but it was his play. When you lose to the Patriots two times after you know that you let your defense down, and both times you say it wasn't your fault, then it's on you, bro. At that point, you know, so you come in, okay, we play the Bears, terrible defense. Vikings, terrible defense. He puts up numbers again. Comes against the Bills, outplays Josh Allen. Their defense isn't like, you know, what it was because of the injury they had, but they still have a, a formidable defense. They were fucking him up. He's playing well. So one of you guys can give him credit, but the thing is, it's not valued enough because it's not Zach Wilson. I think – and it's coming from our, enti- our our own fan base. That's the most weirdest part about that because you would think that you'd get behind the fifth-round pick, the QB that came out of nowhere. Right, the Versus the, the quarterback that was highly sought after, had a lot of buzz behind his name, and he hasn't delivered. We won those mm-hmm. games because we were able to do what? Like I said before, run the ball and play defense and make those timely passes. If he's not hitting those timely passes, then we got one or two things that's working on a week-to-week, week-to-week basis that's been our defense and run game. But we still need a quarterback to deliver, you know, the passes that we need him to deliver. And he wasn't able to do that.
2: Brees Hall won that game against the Dolphins, and Brees Hall won that game against the Broncos. And he only played like half of that game against the Broncos. and I want to
0: talk about that a little bit too, as far as the, you know, the seven games that he played, the seven games, five games that he won. Right. Go for it. Of those five wins, how many of those games are you ex- almost exclusively, if Zach Wilson doesn't play that game, we lose?
2: Maybe the Steelers game, maybe.
0: That's one. That's it. And there's nothing else. <laughs> and no. there's nothing else. And even and what we've seen with, with Mike White, even that, he's made the same throws that, Mike, that uh, Zach Wilson made in that Steelers game. Mm-hmm. He's made the same. I saw a stat where someone said that. Uh, tight window throws. He's like near the top of the league in his three starts. He's making the throws. The arm strength is there. Mm -hmm. And this is not even me being no homer, like, oh, Mike White's the guy. I'm just reading the tape. Yep. If you can't hit a smoke screen, a bubble screen, a tunnel screen, a drag route, a slant route, a crosser, we have a problem. Mm -hmm. And that's honestly where some people are even, you know, we're going to talk about that later, but where some people are hard on Tua for that. Mm -hmm. You can hit the damn freaking post where half of the damn hash hash mark is fully open for you because you're running that clear out route on that side but you're gonna miss the curl route you're gonna miss the slant route you're gonna miss the tight window throw you know what i mean and that's the thing it's like if the receivers were dropping the passes or whatever it'd be an entirely different story we could have that conversation but if guys are running wide open and i see where you're trying to throw the ball or sometimes these picks are so egregious that the ball isn't even on the the player isn't even on the screen Facts. That's a yep. problem. And you're throwing it right to the safety. That's a problem. Mike White has thrown interceptions. He's had some questionable throws here and there. But at least the damn player that he's targeting is on the field. We can see who he's right. trying to do what he's trying to do. Right. Half of the, the interceptions that I'm seeing Zach Wilson throw. I don't even know who he, where he's throwing the ball. I don't I can't see the play art. The play art doesn't make sense. I don't know if it half of his throws look like you know miscommunication.
2: I I um I had a problem with how long Mike White sometimes holds the ball onto and takes sacks instead of throwing it away, but I'm going to get into that in a second. Manny,
1: what did you take away from this game on Sunday? I agree with almost everything Spiral just said. Um, and it, Basically what you just said, Danny, Mike White definitely did outplay Josh Allen, 27 of 44 for 268. Josh Allen, 16 of 27 for 147. There's a lot of other quarterbacks that would probably get those similar numbers, but. The, the takeaway, which you've always talked about, is Josh Allen's legs. He was the leading rusher for Buffalo with ten carries and forty-seven yards, but he's been the leading rusher for Buffalo this entire season. But going back to last week, what did I tell you? I thought I thought that the, the New York Jets had a high probability of winning this game. One because of the disrespect of them making them a nine and a half point favorite. I didn't see that spread. I, there was nothing about that spread that I liked, and I'm not even a betting man, you know. But I'm pretty I'm pretty good when it comes to picking games. And when I saw that they were favored for 9.5 points and even more, they were favored for 10 points the day of the game, I said, no. Nah, the, Jets, the Jets aren't going to take this shit lightly, and they definitely did it. I personally feel that the Jets outplayed them. And like you said, those three plays just hindered you guys winning that game. But for the most part, I knew that defensively you guys were going to show up, and I knew you guys were chomping at the bit for this game. The, the Like you said, the one-word answers that they were doing all week when they asked them, about this upcoming game, and like, "Yeah, we play Buffalo," and there was like yeah. literally nothing, no other feedback being given. I yeah. knew this team was going to be ready. I knew Mike White I was going to be ready. Um, Bam Knight, also amazing game from him as well. Seventeen carries, seventy-one yards and a TD. But if it wasn't for those three mistakes, Danny, like you said, I think we're t- we're having a different conversation, and you're not and you're not in a position where you have to worry about the Dolphins beating the Chargers of Sunday Night Football. Yeah, well, that, that's, I think that's the
2: hardest part of this. And even though I, I read somewhere that we do control our own destiny if we win out, but, I mean, you, you can't bank on winning four in a row to end the season, even though it's not necessarily impossible because the competition yeah. isn't like the Chiefs or the Niners or anything like that, but I still wouldn't bank on going four and oh. So we might need some help here along the way at some point. Um, yeah. You brought up Bam Knight. Yep. Bam Knight, I think, has been great. Now a lot of people were upset that he didn't make the team at the beginning of the year. Yep, you talk. He's the reason when Brees Hall went down and everybody was like, "Oh, let's trade for um, Kareem Hunt. Let's trade for James Robinson." I thought to myself, "Like, I thought Bam Knight was was you know everybody wanted Bam Knight on the roster. I I didn't understand what the hurry was to trade for a running back." Now I like that Joe Douglas was kind of like, "Look, I'm showing the fans I'm about winning right now. This is." We just lost the running back. I'm going to bring in a running back. And I think it was mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, a message to the team and to the fan base. Like, no, no, we're going for it this year, but mm-hmm. I didn't think we needed it. And as I mean, it comes to show like, he, guys, not even active on Sundays anymore. And, and bam Knight has, he just randomly took Michael Carter's starting spot, which I love Michael Carter. Yeah. And, and I, Bam Knight's getting all the carries all of a sudden. Ty Johnson didn't even make an appearance, which I'm not hating on because right. I'm not a big Ty Johnson guy. But um, mm-hmm. Bam Knight has, has really, really impressed me, and I'm, I'm glad we got him. If you could keep Bam Knight playing the way he is, Michael Carter and then Brees Hall next year, I know I'm getting ahead of myself because we don't need to talk about next year. But, man, just thinking about those three guys on the same backfield excites me. What do you think about that, Spyro? Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm oh, right man. there with you, bro. I'm right there with you. Like I, I'm excited to see you know him for next year, honestly. But even now, in the now, right? You know, he's the lead guy. It's funny enough when yes. we had brought we brought him back in. I actually completely forgot that he's actually on the practice squad. So mm-hmm. when we, you know, when we lost our breeze, I'm like, man, we need a starter. You know what I mean? We're looking, we need, we're looking for, you know, uh, a guy to come in and he got to, you know, produce. because We just lost our number one guy. So James Robinson, on you know, on paper, looked like a really good move. You know, but. I will say as far as, like, you know, comparatively, he just, you know, the, the burst just hasn't been there. And not, not even just with him, but Michael Carter as well. So, Bam well, Knight I, coming in. Sorry?
2: No, no. I was going to say that what they've said about James Robinson is that he's one of those yeah. really patient runners. But sure. they're saying that he's a little too patient. Like, they want him to just go and get upfield. Like, one cut <laughs> yeah. and go vertical. Bam yeah, yeah. Knight is that guy. Where's yeah. the hole? I'm taking it. And and that's Mm -hmm. why they like Bam Knight so much. And I I never thought Bam was going to be the starter. I want him to be like the third back behind Ty Johnson and Michael Carter. I'm shocked.
0: I'm shocked. He came came in and and he took it over, you know. And I hope that, you know, he continues to do what he's doing because we're going to need him, you know, in this stretch. But a big thing is really just, you know, making the most of your your opportunity for I think that's what he's really doing. And I think it's just going to pay more dividends for him and, you know, his career next year as well
2: a lot of people talk and it's obvious, right? It's the NFL next man up because everybody in the NFL goes through injuries. Mm-hmm. But I, at least I can't remember the last time that I've seen this many players go down and the team still successful it's because crazy, we've bro. lost like I've... 37 <laughs> offensive linemen. Bro. We lost our, on, our no. best, our best offensive on, weapon. No. We lost our starting quarterback on yep. two occasions, right? Once the injury and once because he was an asshole, We've lost Corey Davis, the big target, because he just got injured, got a concussion. Yeah. If Quentin Williams goes down, and I, I really hope he's back with his calf injury, but calf injuries can be tricky. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I want to speak for myself, but I think that if Quentin Williams goes down, although to me he's been defensive player of the year, I still don't think that this defensive line underperforms. I still think they'll get after the quarter, uh, after the quarterback because next man up on this team isn't yeah. just a saying; like it's a real yeah. thing. Like, yeah. when we've had Sauce Gardner limp off the field for, like, a play or two, Brandon yeah. Echols comes out, they target for him, sure. he's he's deflecting passes. Like, this uh, team, outside of the safeties, is, to me, deep as hell. Our safeties is a different story, but I, I, I'm very surprised at how well we've done with the whole next man up mentality this season.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're definitely right.
2: Manny, I know that you've gone through uh, injuries also with your Dolphins. What do you think about uh, – with with our depth because i know that you've been talking about our injuries also with our offensive line
1: but listen i hate to say it this way because i'm a dolphin fan but that team is scary man um one thing that i think it's been reported by multiple people now after that bills game was the fact that if the jets make the playoffs nobody wants to play the jets in the playoffs. Because of the they type of
2: to play a good defense, right?
1: The, the type of brand of football that you guys got going on right now, like you said, it travels well into cold weather teams. It travels well on the road. It travels well into the playoffs. When you know my defense is going to get me the ball back, all I got to do is make smart throws. All I got to do is call a clean offensive game. That's a scary team. And the fact that, like you said, you've lost 42 linemen. You're literally playing – Guess who at offensive line? Like, you're literally flipping up, and it's somebody <laughs> yeah. else the very next week. You yeah. um, we lost Max Mitchell to blood clots. I was like, what? how is
2: this possible? Yo, like, bro, we losing
1: everybody. I, I hope he's okay. But, man, I was like, yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ, even blood clots? T- like, everything's happening to our guys. Your defensive mm-hmm. line, like you said, you lose Quinny Williams. And by the way, Quinny Williams, I agree with you. He is I, – I compare him to the type of impact he's having to Christian Wilkins on my team. Like, these were – Big time pay me years, and they're both playing top-notch at the defensive line. But I I agree with you. The one difference between you guys and our guys is we have to send usually seven, eight guys to like get pressure on the quarterback. You guys are getting pressure with just sending your four defensive linemen. So I agree. You lose Quentin Williams. I still think you have a great defensive line to be able to get after the quarterback. So I agree with you there. You you know how I feel about Sauce Gardner. I know that you like um Mr. Hall over there on the opposite side a little bit better. You said that he's kind of a little bit better than Sauce Gardner right now. Reed, DJ Reed? Yeah, yeah, DJ Reed. I, I I, love Sauce, man. Not just because of the name. Let I, me I, be
2: clear. I didn't say he's better. I said he doesn't get enough love. And the hmm. fact that that first we, we, Bills we made, game...
1: We made you pick one and you picked Reed. That's all well, I got to say. That first, game, look, that first <laughs> Bills game,
2: what happened in the first play with Diggs? He took Sauce for like 40 yards. He did. And then what happened the rest of the game? DJ Reed was following him around everywhere. So I think Sauce is going to be... A million times better than DJ Reed eventually. No, but I think right he's now, there now. I think he's there now, and that's so. Why, why did they have
1: DJ Reed following him you know, All, all I'm gonna say, Sauce Gardner, <laughs> even though he gets away with every single pass interference in the fucking book right now. Oh, yeah, I get it. I did Come it. On now. I did. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Listen, at the end of the day, I, I like the type of defense that he plays, man. Yeah, he's man. he's not gonna let you get around him. He's not gonna let you get away from him. Regardless of how questionable some of those pass interference calls look, dude, he is on your receiver all game. I'm talking about sticky, Danny. This team, again, I agree with everybody else, and I hate saying it, but I don't want to see your team in the playoffs. Like before, it was haha, you're not making it. Now more is like haha, I hope you don't make it. It's one of those situations.
2: I want to play something for you guys real quick. Sure. Now, one. Remember, we said it was three plays, right? The two fumbles. Oh, and we have to get into that, that backup quarterback situation. But with those two fumbles and then the offside with C.J. Mosley, everybody is absolutely killing C.J. Mosley for this. So I just want to play this a second.
1: It could seem like you're going to go for it.
0: Oh, go. oh my goodness. Horrible the
1: way he jumped over I mean, there. It. It just to the ground. But he's going he in got, and he God, hurries this. <laughs> it, To make you it, feel...
2: First of all, uh, look, I, I don't want to be an apologist. because I mean, he's a veteran. <laughs> I get it. But... Let me tell you something. The way – I forgot who it was. It was the, the tight end, Knox. Somebody ran under center and acted like he was going to hike it real quick. It hey, look. Look, he got me. I was like, oh, shit. He's about to hike it real quick. This is going to be a <laughs> trick play. So I get he's a veteran. He shouldn't have fallen for it. But he fell for it so much so that he chuckled about it afterwards. And everybody's like, oh, where the fuck is he laughing? Because he couldn't believe how he got got. Like, I, I come on. Like, so you can't be perfect. And I get it that, you know, they scored on that drive. But – I want to play one more thing for you that everybody seems to forget. The play before. Got it. He moved him up to block
1: the interior inside here. They bopped to get out of there. He's running Probably for the first congested. down. He's, he's going to try to challenge him.
2: Oh, I think he's going to be just a touch short. Why doesn't he get the first down? Because of my man, CJ Mosley. So, yes, he okay. allowed that first down because of that offside. But the reason that it wasn't a first down to begin with is because of my man, CJ Mosley. So, Facts. please, people. Get off his ass because he is playing at a high level right now and he made a mistake. I get it. It was frustrating, but I mean, come on, give him some slack. Take it away, Spyro. No.
0: No. no. (laughs) Hell no. Hell no, no
1: man. Listen,
0: didn't you enjoy the fact that he almost killed the
1: opposing quarterback? You listen, that was
0: very, very convincing. Daddy, I'm very impressed. You almost got, (laughs) I love, he thought about it. He thought about it. He paused before he said, No, I completely forgot about that play prior. You're right, Mm -hmm. Uh, everybody did. That was a phenomenal play, especially tackling Josh Allen, right? For sure, right? But no, no, (laughs) Josh, look. This man okay. makes how much money? I don't know. like, he makes, like he makes a yeah, good yeah. chunk. He makes a good chunk. a good amount, right? Up there, right? Out of all players on the defense, he's the one player that can't do that. And let me tell you why. He's the because one player that can't the, be gotten. He's the captain. Mm-hmm. He's the, high pay, high, what, the highest paid prepared person on defense right now? Yes. I yes. So. yes. And so Quinn gets paid. Easily, yep. Yeah. Yeah. He can't do that. And <laughs> for the magnitude of where the game was at, and then you we give up points off of that, you know. That you know, I the minute the minute you started talking about you know the play prior, right? Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. I'll i admit, phenomenal play. But in the yeah, NFL, that first I was going to
2: get got anyway. The I've NFL
0: is about what have you done for me lately? And mm. lately, that play was what, was the back. Mm. So that's what everyone's doing. <laughs> right. mm. So, uh, once you do that, that player before didn't even matter. It's gone. You know it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> That's I like tried, CJ. I tried. And we get down to the one-yard line, and then I pull a Russell Wilson. I throw a pick on the one-yard line. That damn bomb didn't matter. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that I'll play that you yeah. made, fourth and one, fourth and inches, whatever it was.
2: But you know it what? If it would have been a touchdown. That, but the, you're the right. Next play, yeah, I mean.
0: Yeah, but you're right. He can't be perfect, right? He has made phenomenal plays. I'm a big CJ Mosley fan. I even thought about getting his jersey this year. So did I. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I still might, but I'm still. But plays like that is what just it just irritates me. Speak on nobody. You know what? Like I couldn't imagine. They were like the 50 yard line. I can imagine having CJ Moses' jersey on right there as a fan. I'd rip that shit off right there. <laughs> I, I would literally pulled off my off my skin. Well
2: you know after what? They were play. at they were at the fifty <laughs> yard line after that. They they still had fifty yards to go. Yeah. You can't blame all of that on CJ that scoring yeah. play. I just but like the like fact that he
1: almost killed the, like, almost killed yeah. Josh Allen. That's what I preferred. For, that's no, what I liked in the play. He did a I, with Josh Allen. That was a I, tight end. I think, oh, I, think, never I, think, mind. I
0: think it was who the player was more than the actual like element of the play and what it called. Gotcha. Because if like, Jamal Adams, was- when Jamal that. Adams used to do that, right? Yeah. He he's had penalties like that before, just dumb yeah. stuff like that. We yeah. would have loved it. Try to oh, do like Yeah, he, yeah, he's trying to be like Sean Polamalu. He's trying to yeah. be like Dawkins, you know? It, the narrative would have switched, but because CJ, everyone's so hard on CJ Mosley. Oh, he can't cover. Oh, he misses tackles. Oh, he's slow. Bro, CJ he, Mosley. Older. CJ Mosley is if he's ever out of our defense, we talk about Quinn and Williams. You want to see how bad our defense is going to be? Let yep. CJ Mosley not be on that. He's he's
2: the, he's the quarterback for sure.
0: So like I said, I'm a big fan of his. That play just really pissed me off.
2: I look, I, I get it. It did me too. But then when yeah. I because I, I watched the game back and I was like. Man, he would have gotten the first out anyway if it wasn't for CJ. Let me clip this out a second, see if I can. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So, yeah. So, those three plays, CJ Mosley. All right. Now, let's get to the to the nitty-gritty. I'm surprised. So, we're half, half hour in and we haven't talked about my man, Mike White. Yep. Mike White proved that he has – I mean, it's almost like he has to, though, but he has some balls on him, right? Ooh, because, we're talking cojones here. Okay. Yeah, I know. I, see, I know that's your Mike McDaniel thing. I know. He got some balls because the way he got slammed down folded. on that first throw, and he completed that pass. I think it was to Elijah Moore. He, no, it wasn't the fold. one. It was the first one. The first time that oh, that's 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 Joe right. Flacco came right. in for two plays got it, got and it. gave Mike White a third and 10, and then he ended up converting anyway. I
1: thought we were talking about the fold already.
2: Okay. No, but that was the first time. Got knocked out of the game, came yep. back. Second time, gets folded, like you said. Folded. <clears throat> Destroyed. I thought he was dead. Like if today, <laughs> if they would have came out on Monday and been like he passed away, I would have been like, yeah, I figured. Like <laughs> it was bad, but he came back, and yeah. not only did he come back, he was slinging the ball anyway. Man, now man. I felt for him because I, I said, uh, I said a little earlier that I was gonna get into the whole fact that I, I don't like that he holds to the ball a little bit, and I oh, think man. he does. He doesn't throw the ball away, but when he came back, he took a couple sacks, but I understood why he took those sacks after he got injured. You don't want to throw the ball because if you expose your ribs trying to throw that ball away, they're going to go at it. So I get it. He just tightened up, and he's like, fuck it. I'm about to get sacked. So I got Mm. that. But, man, after that performance, you have to be QB1. Like, you can't even consider going back to Zach for another two weeks at least because he showed so much heart that the locker room must have already in love with him. They must have fell in love with him even more after
1: that because I know I did. What do you think about that performance, man? You know I've been a Mike White fan since last year. Um, I, I think for sure he should have been starter number one. I think in our preseason show, we were like, if anybody should be week one starter, both of you, both you and well, I But we agree. thought Zach Wilson, was, well, Zach Wilson wasn't playing, though. Right, right, right. When right, he was right, injured, Okay. we're like, it should definitely be Mike White. Right, we, for sure. and, and the only reason we defaulted to Zach Wilson was for the simple fact that you guys got to figure out what you have in, in him as oh, a quarterback. I, oh,
2: I still thought that he was going to be
1: good. Right. Well, we're, we'll I talk about that. We'll talk, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about that next, I Abby. Mean. But – right mike white man listen you can see him grimacing after every single throw Mm -hmm. he would take a hit and he's looking up he's trying everything in his power not to cry (laughs) i would have cried i would have been crying if you would have hit me that hard man i would have got into a fetal position and just no that's it i'm done but listen man that guy weighs like 168 pounds soaking wet and he took it on the chin over and over again like what more do you want from your starting quarterback what more can you ask for your starting quarterback to go out there with basically broken ribs and outplay what everybody consider to be the best quarterback in the league? I don't know. What about you, Spiro? Man, I loved I
2: saw, it. Man. I saw you were go- you and Gunny were going at people about Zach Wilson. So go ahead.
0: So I tweeted even before the game ended. Actually, I was like, "Yeah, Mike w- Mike White is starting uh, next week, regardless." Like, I, you know, I basically tweeted before the game even ended. I'm like, after this performance, you know, win, lose or draw, like. He's starting because it's like it's clear as day. He has the toughness, he has the moxie, he got everything we look we need in that moment. Like, he is literally getting blasted after every throw to the point that I had to really think about who that who is on our O line. Like, I'm like, do we have all the players that we usually have? Like, who's giving up these? You know know what's bad is that I don't recognize some of the names now. I'm like, oh shit, who the fuck is that? We're on our seventh offensive tackle. Mm. we're on our seventh offensive tackle. Damn, counting at home. Man, but you know, he came in and he did his thing, man. Like I I haven't seen that, you know, them those type of hits being taken. Last time was Bryce Petty. Like remember when Bryce wow. Petty came in the game yeah. and he got helicopters yeah. <laughs> on, with the dolphins and yeah. Cameron Wake yeah. and shit. Cameron Wacon and Dominican oh, yeah. still hit him at the same time. Yeah, Adam Sandler, this man, like <laughs> <laughs> it was tough <laughs> it was tough man it was it, it, you know so watching that game that's that that's the flashback that's the pcsd i had i was like yeah this is bad L- let me you ask know? you
1: let me ask you a question both of you actually because it's funny when when you were talking at the be- very beginning of the show Spyro, you were saying like every single word you could have said i could have swapped it out with my team and it would have applied mm-hmm. the fact that you guys are where you are right now sitting at seven and six, Mm -hmm. the way you've been competing every single goddamn week. Fill me in here because I, I I could say what I feel about my dolphin fan base, but we're not talking about the dolphin fan base right now. We're talking about yours. Mm -hmm. How do you, there has to be somebody smart on that side. That's that's either a really smart and they're just really angry at their team. But how the hell do you, are, are you as a jet, not you guys, but how are you guys, as a Jet fan, disappointed in this team? I-, I feel like, if anything, it should be 90% positive, maybe 10% taken aback at the fact that they've lost a couple of close games. But the type of negativity that I see from your side, dude, you're competing with my trolls on my side. I- I- you got to tell me how-, how you guys feel about that.
0: You go ahead, um, Danny.
1: Um,
2: I-, I said it a couple weeks ago. I said it before the first time we played the Bills. Yeah that there was a chance we lost that game. And after the good start, I thought that we would still win games at the end of the year. Since before the season started, I always said eight to nine wins. And Mm -hmm. I've always thought we were going to get there. But because we had only lost like two games up until the first Bills game, I was like, the fan base is going to change a little bit because it's not going to be as fun. Because now it's going to be like loss, loss, win, win, loss, loss. Like Because to get to eight or nine wins, that means you lost seven or eight games. so unfortunately you were going to have to go through some losses because mm-hmm. did anybody really expect the jets as, as fun as it's been to go 15 and two? Like, no, nobody really expected that. Like not even the chiefs are going to do that. So yeah. we had to go through some losses. We knew it was coming eventually, but people mm-hmm. live in the moment. And that's what's unfortunate because you start five and two and all of a sudden everybody gets excited. It's like, Oh shit, we're going to the Super Bowl. Like that's what people want really to think.
0: <laughs> and, mm-hmm.
2: and it sucks because I don't know if, I don't want to say it's a casual fan because, I I, 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 didn't, think think, the casual I didn't No, I didn't think Super Bowl, but I was thinking like, you know, maybe we can make the playoffs. Maybe we can make yeah. a run like we did in 2009. But in you 2009, still could. I, but you still mm-hmm. could. That's my right. thought process. But so what I'm you- saying is that expectations change, especially for the casual fan that isn't necessarily invested. Like right. I would assume me and, and, and Spyro, I think we were maybe a little more invested in like the details and like, okay, yeah. The, this team is looking good like we could have won like two yeah. of the three of these games that we lost uh-huh. if this happens if that happens one bounce we should have lost that browns game like there's things mm-hmm. that get that that are involved but we're still a good football team no matter what the mm-hmm. record is like you can see it but the casual yeah. fan just looks at the stats and the wins and losses for sure we've lost three of the mm-hmm. last four i get it we lost three of the last four so they're like oh the jets back to normal they suck now no, mm-hmm. I don't think well, so. You're, you're, I think, I think you're being well.
1: called. I think you're being called frauds. The same. We're 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 being called frauds now. Yeah, so but you guys like, are actually frauds, though. So, oh, so it's different. We go. <laughs> there we go. Even
2: though <laughs> no, okay, so you know, I do think you're frauds, um, but uh, you know, but we're playing good. So the cat I think it's more the casual fan. And honestly, this should be an age restriction on Twitter because you shouldn't yeah. be allowed to tweet when you're like 13, 14. Because I feel like you're just stupid. And and I and because I can't see your face on the little thing. I don't know if I'm talking <laughs> to an adult. And it takes me a little while to be like, okay, this, this is a dumbass. I'm not going to keep going with it. Right,
0: right. Forth. Go ahead, like Spiral. Like, like, most,
1: like most of the Bills fan base, but that's either here or there. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> it, it, man, so I just feel like, you know, kind of like what you're saying as far as like fans are just not embracing the moment. Like at the end of the day, who – We you, all yeah. have our predictions and stuff, like eight wins, nine wins, and I may have had us at 10, but even to get to 10 – like you got to go through a whole a whole lot of stuff has to go right. You you're know, still what I mean? losing seven games. You're still losing seven games. And, you still still seven games. Seven. and if you so, get on a hot start, that means that those seven are going to come in punches. Yeah, it's a long, it's a long season, and you don't know what could happen. Like you could have a game like the Bills game, and you could have another comeback game like the Steelers game, and then you might have a couple of lucky breaks like the Broncos game and the Dolphins game where you're playing backup QB. So you don't know what could happen, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you still got to win the game, though. You know, you still got to yeah. win the game, but <laughs> you know. So with that said, like I think a lot of fans they they look they look at from a, a, a different perspective as far as like what their expectations are, and not even just what their expectations are, what the expectations of everyone else, like other fan bases, and they right. compare Zach Wilson to Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert, and oh, we're winning, but Zach Wilson's not throwing for three hundred yards. Right. Why are we talking about three hundred yard games if Brees if, Hall you're is at if you're 120 winning if you're hundred and twenty yards, like right? It's stupid. So that was, that was one of the things I was, you know, me and Danny and other people were talking about on the timeline. It's like, why are we talking about stuff that like are literally like, you know, that don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like we're talking about yards. We're talking about, Oh, sauce isn't traveling sauce isn't doing this. uh Our D line isn't doing this, you know, this, this, this D lineman isn't getting this many sacks. I've seen people talk about car Lawson all day and Granted, Carlos he may not winning. be, you know, lighting it up you know, as far as the sacks and stuff goes, but he's setting the edge. You know, he's doing this thing in the run game. He's holding his own. You know what I mean? But the thing about it is, like, a lot of times what you see with Jets fans, they have, like, these groups and they gang up on certain players. For sure. And then it becomes, like, a bigger thing. You know what I'm saying? So we have these groups against CJ Mosley. We have these groups against Carl Lawson. You know, we have these groups against. Even our center that's been playing decently, if not I think above he, average.
2: I think he's been playing the best <laughs> out of anybody that's reigning on the offensive yeah. line.
0: We have, you know, we have these certain people that you know they gang up on these players the minute they mess up. See, I told you so. And it's like, yeah. come on, man! Like that, these players can't win. You know mm-hmm. what I mean?
1: I I feel like we we got to give these guys a different name than fans because listen, I get it. They're they're gonna claim they're they're fans of said team, but. Yeah. Like, the one that you guys jumped on, and I loved it, by the way. I, I-, I liked every single one of your tweets at this guy. But that guy, D- defense wins championships. When he was up there trying to defend Zach Wilson, saying that he should definitely be the starter, it's not even close. <sighs> I loved how hard you guys went at that guy. But it's funny that we're talking Zach Wilson, Danny, because you – missed this topic last week, and I know you said you yeah, wanted to bring it up. I, I put
2: it on the show sheet last week, and we, we glossed over it, and I didn't get to talk about it.
1: Right, and and I know that you're going to want to talk about it now, so the reason I brought Defense Wins Championship because I, I feel like this sh- segment should be directly at him. Um, Should Zach Wilson be the number two? And before you guys even respond, I want to respond. Go Hell ahead. no. He should be the number four. He should be on the practice <laughs> squad. Fuck that guy. Listen, I was the biggest fan Outside of being a Jet fan saying, you know what? I think Zach Wilson does have the old tools. I think he does have the arm talent. I, he think he ha- I think he has the escapability to get out the pocket and get you some extra yards. I think that all that's missing is the head game. No pun intended. But that guy, plenty
2: of that with the moms.
0: (laughs)
1: Fuck that That guy should be on the practice squad, man. Listen, he may have the arm talent, but guess what? A lot of guys have arm talent and, and they've never made it anywhere on an NFL team. You you see him as backup. You see him as third stringers. Listen, man, this guy is probably the next Ryan Leaf, man. But that's all I got to say about Zach Wilson. Wow.
2: Did you watch the seven snaps that Joe Flacco was in the game for? I did. Would you rather see that seven yep. times again? Yep. Well, okay, all right. I rather well, see
1: Teddy. I rather see Teddy Bridgewater before I see Scott, uh, Zach Wilson again. Well, that, that's serious. I know you hate
2: Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Well, last week I wanted to bring up the fact that I thought it was, I thought it was stupid that Zach Wilson wasn't dressed for this game. You did. You did. Because I didn't think Mike White was going to get injured, but I thought if he gets injured, I think we should have a mobile, capable quarterback <laughs> to take the reins. Stravler. Don't do that. Don't do that. Jeez. Don't do that. That's you know, where I'm you know, going. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me. There, there, were, there were people asking for Shrevelling over Mike White in the summer. I was like, Jesus well, guys, All right, that's,
1: that's a little far, but I'll definitely take him yeah. over uh, Zach Wilson. So, Go
2: ahead. All right, so when Joe Flacco came in the second time, the very first play, he got destroyed and he fumbled the ball. He gave Mike White no chance once he came back to the game. Yeah. Zach Wilson – doesn't get sacked that easy. Yeah, yes. Yeah, he, runs into his, he creates his own pressure. I get it. But he's also very good at getting away from pressure. Maybe that's the only thing that he does well so far, but at least he does that. Like he would have held he, he would have kept the the ball warm for us until right. Mike White came back. Right. And so for that reason, and throw it to the I other team.
1: And thrown it to the other team. Come on. How, how many times did he throw it to the other team when he played against the Patriots when they only scored three points? You're right. There was completely nobody there. But you understand the point. He still wouldn't have done shit if you if he would have been the number That's two. That's fine, but he wouldn't have turned the ball over like Joe Flacco did. Yeah, I think he would have. I think he would have. No, would've. he would have.
2: No, he would have kept playing the same. time He's a game. fucking was clown. was a fucking clown. How the hell did you end up hating Zach? Look, I still have hope for Zach Wilson, and and only because I don't know if Mike White's the guy yet. And back to my point, we were saying. If Zach Wilson was putting up Mike White numbers, I'd have been like, "We got our franchise quarterback." But because sure. Mike White, I'm still like, eh, "I still kind of want to see more." So, <laughs> and, and, and I hate
1: because it sounds it's very hypocritical of me, and I get yeah, it. But, it but, is, but but it's weren't hard. you the same one? Weren't you the same one that said the only reason Baker Mayfield is also getting opportunities because he was a number one overall pick? When if he was a fifth round pick, he probably wouldn't be in the league anymore. And what yeah. happened when he got in the game last week? Oh, don't do that! Don't do that. Did, he, you know did what? he not win the game? I'll take Baker Mayfield over Zach Wilson. Go oh, ahead. Bro. You're a fucking piece of shit. Go ahead, Spyro. <laughs> All right. So go
2: ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Spyro. Please keep yeah, the yeah, struggler
0: man. talk to a minimum. Good guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, number two quarterback, man, you know, I want to do Chris Everett. That's oh, what I want to do. Gosh. Oh, my God. But I know it won't happen. It won't of course happen. not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but going it back up to your Still point, but Flacco or whatever have you, I yeah. hope that when they look at that tape, they realize that they can't put him back there. He's a liability, no. for sure. He's you know way over the hill at this point, point. Mm-hmm. and <laughs> you know he needs to pack mm-hmm. it up, for sure. But here's why. Here's the, here, So here's here's my you know my plan as far as why I want Chris Devler back there. I think if I think if you want to set the tone and the message as far as the team goes, as much as he's never really played um, a live game before, right? Mm-hmm. Except the preseason. Yeah, except yeah. the preseason. He might have like gotten
2: very, in for Arizona here or there, but I don't remember. Like, don't very short
0: stints, right? Right. Yeah. I think that if you want to set the tone, like Zach Wilson was benched because of the way he affected the locker room and his play. For sure. Yep. I think having him leapfrogging Flacco and much less, you know, Chris Traveler, is a disservice to the team because I think it doesn't set the precedent as far as um, the culture and the standard that we're setting these, these players for, for. If they could try to paint it and be like, well, he learned his lesson, we sat him a couple games, and he is in a right headspace," space, which they'll probably do, right, if they go with him as the number two quarterback. But here's the thing.
2: Supposedly, he apologized to every single defensive player one by one. He
0: better have.
2: <laughs> Supposedly, he did. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, he's, he's working his way up. <laughs>
0: Listen, people come at me because I'm so hard on Zach Wilson because of how hard people were for Zach Wilson when it came to that draft, uh, you know, the whole draft process or whatever have you, and leading up to even drafting him. They knew for months that we were getting this guy, and they were standing on, you know, their soapboxes for him. And I felt strongly that we either should have went with Justin Fields or I asked the question, you know. As I'm watching the film of both of these guys, you know, either Zach Wilson and Justin Fields, or even to look back at Darnold's stuff, I ask the question: I'm like, what does Dar- what does Sam what does Zach Wilson do that Sam- that um, that Sam Darnold can't? So they brought out all these stuff, they brought up the tape and stuff like that. Granted, some of it could have been valid. His mechanics were a lot better, processor could have been better, you know what I'm saying? His ability to improvise could have been slightly better, you know, than Sam Darnold, but at a way higher scale though? Are we talking like way higher? Right. That's what that's the way they sold it, right? So now you're coming in, you know, Zach Wilson. We lose to the Panthers week one, by the way, in his rookie year. I and now Darnold's dealing and hitting the same throws he was hitting for us for a couple times throughout the year with the Panthers now. You know, you have Justin Fields being called a running back because he's using his abilities, right? Like every quarterback should.
2: Nah chill out on it's
0: not it's not – I just don't think it's balanced enough as far as the criticism goes when it comes to Zach
1: Wilson. I agree. I, I, I agree with that also.
0: Right? And when you criticize Zach Wilson, you're so you, – we talked about the fake fans and the, you know, the fair weather fans and stuff. Yeah. They come at you as if you're a fair weather fan. No, I'm just criticizing what you, what, you, what you sold me on. So because Zach Wilson isn't producing at the rate that you guys said that he would, I'm just calling you out on it. You know what I mean? So when we talk about, you know, the reason as to why he's benched and, you know, how long he gets benched, you know, that's to be seen. Yeah. If we haven't – we haven't dressed him in two, three games. Mm-hmm. Why dress him now? Because they realize that Flacco is not it. That's, just because, no, that's definitely
2: just, the reason to do just,
0: it. Just leapfrog the other dudes. Trevler, no. Put him at the number no, six. we don't Yes, Traveler. Yes, oh. if Zach Wilson is the number two and Mike White takes those same hits again and now you have – Oh, Zach Wilson come back in there. He wins that game, now Danny. we're back at square one. And now yeah. we have a controversy, if you will, and everyone's kind of, the whole
1: locker is going to be divided. Do you think just because he, he went and dropped a few apologies to the defense, Zach Wilson has already earned the right to be a number two on this team? Honestly speaking, I think Danny. It,
2: if Mike White gets hit in the ribs again, the way he did last week, I think he's dead, and Zach Wilson's going to be the starter by default. I'm, because- I'm also
0: I'm also going to keep it a step, though. Like I don't think that I don't think that a lot of these t- a lot of his teammates want to play with Zach Ward. I agree. I'm be I'm be wrong. I, I I agree. And I we agree could t- we could talk, talk about that as well. But like honestly, yeah, yeah, as yeah. far as the number two quarterback thing goes, I think just the threat of him playing is gonna rub some people, people the, 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 the wrong way. way. I
1: agree. I agree with you. And, and if you parents. wanna
0: if we're talking about camaraderie and culture, if you care about it that much, what could that do for the locker room if Chris Strebler is seen? I think that would elevate the locker room. Yeah, it's me. If you know, what I'm if saying
2: you start Chris Treveller, you basically just put yeah, you, a yeah, nail in up the up coffin Zach to sure. Zach Wilson's absolutely. career as a jet. Absolutely. So, if they do that, that's literally what they're doing. They're saying Zach Wilson is
1: absolutely done as a New York Jet. So, I don't think thing, that's though. gonna happen. I uh, listen, here's I wouldn't, thing, I, wouldn't say I wouldn't say I would start Strevler over as Wilson. What I'm saying is I would put Strevler ahead of him at the number two because that's the question. Should Zach Wilson be the number 2? The answer is no. Would I take Joe Flacco and Chris Turner before Zach Wilson? The answer is yes.
0: Yeah. No, I well here's the thing. I have my preference, right? I I would, yeah. I, would I would do it, right? I right. like I said I would put strep with there. It.
2: But it's probably but not going to happen. It. No, it's correct. not happening. So, so case, what, what what would you Zach choose?
0: Zach or Joe? Zach Wilson. If I have to see Joe Flacco back there again, I'm going to lose my <laughs> shit. But yeah. let's let's be honest. Zach Wilson is the better option over Flacco. Yes, does for he sure. Run the offense better than Flacco? No, no.
2: But but he, he does. He, he can make time. But he
0: can't. But Flacco can't run the offense if he can't fucking move. So exactly, we we have a we have a you know we're, we're, we're a disadvantage there. Yeah. So yeah, sure. Do I so to answer the question, you know, in short, do I love the fact that Zach Wilson will possibly be the number two quarterback? I mean, I don't know. It's it's to be seen. Do I want? I'm am, am I excited to watch him play again? I don't know. I, I like what I'm seeing with Mike White. I hope he stays on the street yep. so that way he could, I could see. I think everyone's waiting. Like I said, they're waiting on that Mike White turnover game to where they could. Oh, we're you know we're crawling back to Zach Wilson now. That yeah. whole is over. I'm not ready for that. i will be honest with you. I right. want I, I want Mike White to to keep going. I want Mike
2: White to be our look. He's not right now, but I would love for he yeah. ends up being our franchise quarterback. And that,
0: like I said, and that's what I'm seeing with a lot of the fan base. They're basically like you mm. know. Indirectly, like oh yeah, preying on his downfall because they're so scared of being wrong about Zach Wilson. Yeah, and I'm not. You know what I mean? I want I want to win games. That's that's what I want the Jets to win games. Well, and and if Mike White does that, then start
2: And I think that that's what uh you know to end this topic. I think that's ultimately what the locker room is going to want because I understand what you're saying that they don't like him, but they saw Joe Flacco out there for seven snaps. They know that if Mike White goes down, which is their guy and he goes down, Joe was not going to help them win. And ultimately, they want to keep winning games. So they'd rather have Zach Wilson running around there like a chicken with his head cut off than having Joe Flacco just stand still and get sacked. So I think yeah. that's it. Now, uh, before we start talking about this Bills game real quick, I did want to play one last video. And I want you – I'll start with you, Manny. I'm going to play the video, then I want you to tell me what you think of this.
1: Got
0: it. As a, the, they fight their tails off, but I, I, I think I speak for everyone in that we're missing out. Uh,
1: we're gonna see these guys
2: again. So we're gonna see these guys again. What do you think about that, Manny?
1: I think it's a real possibility. Um, let let's play. Let me play devil's advocate here, because you know, Spyro brought up the Dolphins more than I have this 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 show so oh far. Oh my so god, Are we did that. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so I'll say this: I, I think there's a strong possibility that the Dolphins at, at regardless of what happens when we play you guys later this season I think there's a strong possibility that we we land somewhere between the fifth and sixth seed right okay I also feel very strongly that even if you guys have another couple of hiccups down the road that you probably finish with that last playoff spot as well right and that goes back to what I said a few segments ago i I don't think anybody wants to see this team again and I and I hey, let's go back to week one when you said you didn't like Robert Salah saying he was keeping receipts. Let's go all the it was, way.
2: Back. It was too premature for that, but yeah. Fuck
1: that. And I said, I, I like the fact that he was talking like that. Right. He spoke it into existence. He definitely kept receipts. And I think he's right. I think I think the Bills are going to take that number two seed, And you guys might see them again in the playoffs. I, I strongly believe that.
2: I think coaches sometimes use the podium to send the message to the team. And I think that's exactly yeah. what he did with the receipts. And the team backed him up on it. And I think that's what he's doing here. You lose three out of four. No matter what it is, you feel like shit. I mean, yeah. even if it was close game, you're like, damn, we lost three out of four. But then you hear the coach say some shit like that, and you're like, yeah, we're going to see these motherfuckers mm-hmm. again. What do you think about it, Spyro?
0: I loved it, man. I think that – I think another thing that's also being understated is uh, the era of where football is nowadays. We're in a social media era. era. Mm-hmm. So the same way we see these interviews and post-game comments, they may not. They may. They may be in the locker room showering up or whatever. But they're going to see it later. You yeah. know what I mean? I highly doubt that those players were standing around when Zach Wilson said what he said. So for Robert Sala to say these things and these players be able to see it either later or hear about it, or they may, he may have told them. That's big for the team. Because like I said, like you like you mentioned, like for him to say like, yeah, we're keeping receipts. We're going to start winning, basically. Yeah. When we were like what one and own own one or own, own one. one? Yeah, we're own one. Yeah. Right then we run off a yeah. couple games you know whatever have you, you know at that point you know everyone looks at you like you know, well, you're, like you like you're bluffing until you actually prove it.
1: And right. the
0: thing about the NFL is like, like I said it's a man's game so you only have your word and you got to go prove it at the end of the day. You could talk yep. all day until you prove it. You know what I'm saying? So if he's coming out and he basically like yeah we're gonna see him again, you know it's on him to prove it because here's the thing. The thing about those comments is it puts you in a more riskier spot because you 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 bite off more than you could chew. So if you just talk all day and you never deliver, that shortens at least for you as a coach. Because now you're just a talker. You get know what I'm saying?
2: Well, that's so, why I, I think that's what did Rex Ryan in.
0: Yeah. So it burns you more times and often. But if you could actually deliver on what you're saying, right? Then you know no one has anything to say because you're coming in. and You got the Jags. You got the Seahawks. You got the uh, the Lions. Whatever happened, I missed the team in there, yeah. Dolphins, whatever happens, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, you got to deliver, man. Because at the end of the day, if you if you talk about play, if you talking about seeing them again, the only time you're going to see them is what the playoffs. So for him to and come it's out set and say up for that, that, yeah, set up for that. You know, the balls in your court, you talk about, oh, we need these players to lose, These need to lose Fuck that, man. Win the games, win the games, and then worry about everything else after that. He's not talking about. Oh yeah, if the Chargers lose and the Dolphins lose. We're gonna be we're gonna see them again. No, he's right. saying we're gonna handle business. So you know that's to be seen. But at the end of the day, it's like that's what you want from a coach. You don't want him to be like, "Well, we let this one go." You know, I got to do better. Like that's so cookie cutter. Like, oh, what do he want to hear that? You know.
2: Um, before we finish talking about this game, I did want just one last question for you. Um, how, what do you think about Brexton Burials? And I'm and I'm asking that because. I feel like on special teams, he cost us a little bit this past game. I remember the very first punt, he let it he didn't catch it. He just let it roll. And we started our very first drive on the one yard line. He did Mm -hmm. it again for the second one, and it was I think inside the 20 or inside the 10. Mm -hmm. I are you happy with Braxton Barrios returning punts? Like he does well when he finally does return them, but I feel like maybe his judgment's a little off sometimes. Like, what do you think about Braxton Barrios?
0: It's cost us a couple of times this year, as far as field position goes. But I, this has easily been his worst game uh, yeah. that he's played. I, it, it gets to the point where you actually notice it. I think once you start noticing where punt return is our fair catching the ball, that's yes. when you know it's starting to get bad. So yeah. even like he's fumbling or, you know, he's not reversing field properly, you know, stuff like that. I'm talking about literally before the bat, you even get the chance to do that, you're letting the ball bounce over your head because I don't know if you're scared or your judgment is off, you know. I don't know. Yeah, I just think that he got to get it together because, like I said, you, we brought you back to return kicks. Like, leave no mistake. He's a returner. Especially, he had a great catch though down the sideline. Yep. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that was money. But yep. we brought him back to return kicks. We didn't Correct. bring him back to elevate his role really as a receiver. Was he going to get some packages? Sure. But we didn't bring him back to okay. Braxton Barry is going to be the number three receiver for this team. So. If you're coming back there and you're our primary kick returner and primary punt returner, you have to flip that field. You got to win the field position battle. You know what I'm saying? And I will say, shit, you could, you know, as far as the special teams unit, the blocking could be better, sure. But as far as, like, them launching the ball downfield and you choosing not to touch it at all, that's on you. That has nothing to do with the blockers whatsoever because you still got to catch the ball. Sure. I think he's just, like, overthinking it. I don't know.
2: That might be it. All right, Manny, uh, on to the Lions, Manny. What do you think about this
1: game coming up against the Lions? Well, I, I, if you were telling me earlier in the season what I thought about this game, like, easy dub. Back, back when they were 1-6? and six. Yeah, easy dub, right? There, yeah. There's no way that you, you lose to these guys. You guys aren't playing the same old Lions, man. I'll tell you that. They're coming in, and, dude, it's the spread's even. The spread's even. They got you guys' favored because you're at home. Um, mm-hmm. the Lions look scary. And I don't mean scary as in the the way your defense looks scary, but I think it's a great matchup. Their offense versus your defense, that's going to be a great matchup to look at in this game. Um, I don't think anybody's scared of Jar- Jared Goff, but he's having a decent game. 22 t- I mean, he's having a good season. 22 touchdowns, seven interceptions. I, I, I'll take that. I'll take that in a, in a starting oh, quarterback. Those, those are good
0: numbers. I'll, I'll go to prison for those numbers. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, my like, God. Please, man. Like, those, those <laughs> are good
1: numbers. So... When you ask me how I feel about this, Danny, I know we're not picking it yet, but it, it, it ain't going to be smooth sailing on, on Sunday for you guys. And by the way, I know that Jared Goff has, doesn't play as good when he's outside. It's going to be 40-degree weather, but for the most part, it's going to be a clear 40-degree weather game. So it's going to be a very nice day outside. Yeah.
2: What do you think about this game coming up,
0: Cyril? It's a must-win game. I think uh yes. Most, yes. I saw I saw a tweet the other day where someone was saying like, yeah, we could afford to lose this game, but we have to win the next three. Fuck that. I want to yeah. win all of them. Like if you have the chance to, you have to try to win all. But obviously, we're talking about this game specifically. I don't think that you could drop three straight and still have that same confidence. I think you have to win this game to kind of, you know, get that shit back right. And you know, as far as like, you know, week to week basis, then we know figure it out from there, but like matchup wise. I think this is going to be one of our, like, more surprising big tests as far as, like, you know, how we match up. We played some good offenses this year. Yep. But I don't think we played something like this as far as, like, how versatile they are
2: they have and the how fourth, they can attack you. The fourth best offense in the league as far as yardage, yards per that's game.
0: That's insane. Yeah, they have the running backs. They got the speed. They got the size. They have, you know – the old they get they, they they get they, they get the ball down the field it's just that simple i will say though this might be a little bit of overconfidence for me mm. of all our offenses that we played this year i remember feeling that way like well damn this offense is pretty good i wonder how our defense is going to match up and we delivered every time
2: the vikings
0: is everybody's kind of waiting again everyone's kind of waiting for that game like well this is the game that the Lions is just going to be tossing the ball over our DBs' heads again. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think if they lose this game, it's going to be ball down to, you know, the trenches and just those timely plays in the red zone, you know, whatever have you, right? But if the DBs play – the thing about it is, I think I mentioned it earlier earlier in the week, was uh, the biggest things that we always are up against is our linebackers covering the way they do, our safeties covering the way they do. And if Michael Carter really comes to play, those three like positions, like, you know, position groups, our slot, our linebackers, and our safeties, if they come to play, the defense is good. It's fine. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Granted, they're all not going to be hitting on all cylinders every week. But I think if we get like, you know, we got to get Michael Carter going because they got, you know, enough receivers to, they got chart, they got J-Mo, they got um Amon St. Brown. You know what I'm saying? So they're loaded. We yeah. need all three of our corners to to, to do their thing. Safety wise safety wise, same thing. You know what I mean? Viking game was terrible for them. This game was a little was it was just as bad. We gotta, you know, they got they got they gotta they gotta do better this game.
1: And their team plays hard for coach, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's another thing. Like, what do you do when you play a team that has that same bravado as you? Right. You know what I'm saying? How do you respond to that? So I'm not worried about their offense per se. I'm worried about the energy they're gonna come into our stadium because I believe they could still make the playoffs. If I'm not mistaken, right? Yes, they still, yes. still in the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were so
1: talking just, about it on, on Sunday Night Football. That there's, there's still an yeah. avenue for them to make the playoffs.
2: The Jaguars yeah. also.
0: They just smoked the Packers. You know what I'm saying? So they're not coming in like laying down and like, well, our season is over. They're coming in with that new energy. They want to see what their, uh, you know, their rookie receiver is going to do against Sauce. They have certain, you know, uh, narratives and agendas they want to, you know, fit too. So I think it's going to be an exciting game. I want the Jets to win this game because I don't know if they could really recover from a three straight loss, you know streak. But you know, we'll see. You know, I'm not I'm not I'm not too worried about it as far as like you know, you know, next games after that. But I Did think Could you imagine
2: I'll, the Zach Wilson lovers and Mike White haters if Mike White loses three? That's in a what row? I'm
0: saying. I'm not trying to deal with that, man. <laughs> I'm really not. So I hope that they rough. just deliver. But the thing about this um this season is the fact that we're in these games. Even when we play these crazy offenses and, they're you know, the Jamar Chases and, the you know, the, the Browns Jefferson. and, you know, all yeah, Justin Jefferson, you know, all, the Bills, the Dolphins, you know what I'm saying? Granted, all these quarterbacks have their certain flaws and characteristics and stuff, but with the fact that we're, our, our defense is coming in and we're kind of tailoring our scheme to, you know, to slow down some of these guys. Yeah. So I'm curious to see every week how we match up versus some of these teams that obviously, you know, we wouldn't have the same luxury playing because we don't have, we're not in the conference or whatever.
2: You know, uh, I think the lions are coming in ready for a shootout, right? Cause that's how they win. their yeah. They want to outscore you. Their defense is pretty bad. They have, I think this it's the seventh worst uh, rush defense, third worst pass defense. So Mike White's going to get his, Bam Knight's going to get his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just got to make sure that we don't have a Vikings repeat where we just can't get in the end zone even though we're moving the ball. We got to get yeah. in the red zone. Yeah. But if we can get in the red zone, I think we should be good because I think we can move the ball. We move hey. the ball against just about everyone we play when Mike White's on the center. If this is a bad defense, we should be moving the ball against them also. We just got to mm-hmm. get in the end zone. We can't have another five-field goal game. Like We have to get in the end zone, and I think, yeah, I think yeah. we
0: will. They, they got to lean on Bam Knight. Uh lean on Bam Knight, get this pass game working, you know, hit some hit some deeper plays on the field again, you know, keep the, continue doing what we're doing.
1: But what I'm be
0: most looking at, you know, I get the whole ranking for the defense and all that. Right. But I want to see them protect this man. I don't want a repeat of last week and they're steaming up the A-gap and all kind of shit and he's on his back freaking curled up in fetal position and all that. Like, that's not a yep. good look. Because nope. th- that tells me that we're not adjusting. Every loss that we've had this year, I go into the next game, and I'm like, okay, well, how do we adjust to this game? I adjust for the next game. Do you know that this was the first time that we actually lost two straight all season? Every loss that we've had, we bounced back for a win.
2: Yeah, Uh
0: Right? So we came in last game, and it was right there. We had a couple plays there, but protection was just awful. You can't win like that. I don't care how good you run the ball. You know what I'm saying? So if they protect protect, uh, Mike White, you know, they lean on Bam Knight, you know, Michael Carter, you know, gets his, you know, act together, you know, get out of his own head. You know what I'm saying? And the pass game yeah. is working, you know, we'll be good. You know, I think offensively, like I said, we, we really only have to worry about the offense usually on a week-to-week basis. How is our offense going to come out? You know what I'm saying? Defensively, I kind of trust them to kind of, you know, tailor their scheme to those players and stuff.
2: So go ahead, pick the game, Spiral. Who do you think is going to
0: win this game? I got the jets, man. Uh, I you think it'll judge? be I think it'll be a game where we got let's see. I got it. 23 23 30. Go high scoring, 23 okay, 20, 30 23. 23. Yeah, 30 20
2: yes. I I can see that we have to we're gonna have to score some points this week. We're gonna that's yeah, yeah. for sure. We,
1: with yeah. and luckily um, with their
2: defense, we should be able to.
1: Yeah. What about you, Benny? You said twenty three thirty, so you think your defense is giving up twenty three points?
0: I think they start slow to that uh that run game. You know, you might hit yeah. some plays, whatever. You know, but I think they start to buckle down in that second half. Okay, I got to, so about to touch them. I'm gonna
1: take the Jets to win this game because yeah. again, I'm still gonna ride on your defense. I'm I'm gonna ride on. The the running attack that you guys have, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride on Mike White being a G, much better than Zach Wilson, and I don't I don't think that. Listen, I, I like I said, I don't I don't think these lines are the same old lines, but I also have, I respect your defense more than I respect their offense. I respect your defense more than I respect Jared Goff. Yeah, I, I don't see them putting up more than 16. That's just my guess. If your defense shows up to play, I don't think they put up more than 16, uh, 17. If you want to go w- with that extra field goal. I think 17 for them, 23 for you guys, and you guys come out of uh, MetLife Stadium with a dub.
2: Okay. Uh, <clears throat> well, I, I think we need it also. I, I am of the belief – I said it before the Bears game. If we lose to the Bears, we're not making the playoffs. I felt like that was a, a crucial game after that Patriots, after the – no, it was, was that after the bye week? I think that was after the bye week.
0: After the yeah. –
2: Oh, no, we had just lost to the Patriots. We lost to the Patriots, yeah. Yeah, we had lost, and then we, went to, we had to beat the Bears. And I feel the same way this game. I feel like if we lose this game, my hopes for the playoffs are going to start to dwindle. Because I still yeah. have hope that we're going to make the playoffs. But mm-hmm. I think we will win this game. I'd say 24-20. I think that, um, like you said, our defense, I don't want to say it starts slow, but it adjusts. And we make great adjustments mm-hmm. on defense. The yes, other teams, yes. they score in the first half, and then we buckle down in the second half. Yeah. So I think it'll be 24 20. <clears throat> the one frustrating thing about our defense is that when we're playing from behind and we tie a game or we're cutting it close, then they'll give up that long drive and just give up a touchdown. It's like, and you know, they've, they've played well for a, a drive or two before that. So it's hard to get upset because you can't keep the other team down the whole entire game. But Correct. it's like, God damn it, man. We just yeah. tied the fucking game. But, uh, but I do think we win this game. And like I said, if we lose this game, I'm
1: starting to lose a little hope. Maddie, if we lose this game, are you losing hope? 100%. Because you know how you said that you should go out there and win the games you're supposed to win? That's, yep. my, that's my team's thing right now. Like, you can make any shoots for the 49ers because they got the number one defense. But the majority of the reason why we lost that game was Tua. Tua missing wide open throws. So when you play a team that you're supposed to beat, you got to beat them. And I think the Jets, granted, it's an even spread game. You guys are only favored because you're at home. I get no, all that. The, the
2: Jets are no longer favored.
1: The Lions are favored by one and a half, I think it is. Are they? Okay. Because yeah. I, was, I was literally just looking at ESPN right now, and its spread was even. So they may not have updated theirs, But regardless, I think that you guys should still win this game. I, I'm taking the home team. I can't pick against that defense, and I can't pick okay, – again. but if you guys lose this game, now you're talking about, all right, now you're moving to – what will be your record at that point? You're moving down to – Seven and seven? Seven and seven. Yeah. And then your your next trip is you're going That's down. Week. You're gonna go down on Thursday night football and see Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah. Do but you fear Jacksonville? Do you fear Jacksonville? Probably not. Yeah. Nobody should yeah, fear yeah. Jacksonville. But let's say you do get a win there, then you're going back on the road and you're facing Seattle. I don't know if the Dolphins are gonna get their shit together. We'll find out after we get back home and play the Packers. But I, I'm thinking too far ahead, right? Because we still got to play the Bills this weekend. But let's just say I kind of I'm kind of chalking that up to almost a loss. But those last two games for you guys are both on the road. Yep. That's so all these, you. These whole two home games. Right. You need to win these two. So, uh, to answer your question, yes, I will start losing hope that you guys are going to be that seventh seed
0: if you chalk it up and choke against the
1: Lions. What about you,
2: Spyro?
0: Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, I, I want them to run the table if they can. I don't know. Actually, they can. They still have to play the game, but. They got to deliver, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, you could have all the aspirations in the world, but if you're not executing, then you you, you just got a whole bunch of talkers on the team at that point. Let's
2: say say hypothetically we lose this game and everybody starts losing a little hope, right? Mike White played well again, but we lost again. Is there any chance that we see Zach Wilson start? No. Even if the playoffs are out of the question? Like at that point, they're not. But let's say we lose to the Lions and the Jaguars and the playoffs are now out of the question. Do you think that they put Zach Wilson in there just to see what he is after this benching? No. Not that, that what you want. What do you think they'll do? Chris Trembler. Because <laughs> I have a feeling that I, it, I it's think, hypothetical. No, I don't think they're the going two they, games.
0: If the players are out of the question, the playoffs still wouldn't be out of the question technically even if they lost this game.
2: No, the next two so, games. If they lose the next, next two, two games. games if, if, yeah. if they lost the next two? Yeah, if they lost the next two, I think they go to Zach Wilson. Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you'd have to go with Zach Wilson just like. But here's the thing. Even then, like, just to see, like, with two games, a two-game audition, at that point, that's the bar that we're setting for Zach Wilson, I think. That sells more than not playing him at all, if you ask me.
2: What would suck is that if he plays well those last two games, we missed the playoffs, and now the offseason is like, okay, now what do we do?
0: No, you know, no, no, you know what's gonna happen if he won those two games. Let's say he beat the uh, Seahawks, and he beat the Dolphins, and let's say we still miss the playoffs. Though the, the the conversation would be, what if Zach Wilson played the other what the four two or five game, games the, the
2: Jaguars game? Yeah, yeah.
0: And that's now, what, what I, that's what, like I said. That's why I think it would be no, because then yeah. you open up a whole door to more controversy that doesn't need to be had. You know,
2: are are, are you? Let's say we make the playoffs. Manny,
1: let's say we make the playoffs. Yeah. Are you good with bringing Mike White back next year? Hell yeah. And, okay. and to answer your previous question, will you see Zach Wilson if you guys get knocked out? Yeah, you're going to see Zach Wilson. You're going to see him the last two games. He's going to take L's in both of those games. And you're like, all right, for sure we don't have our franchise quarterback. And you guys are back to drafting a quarterback next year. Next I'm going to tell draft. you what my fear is. My fear is that Mike White plays well. He maybe
2: gets us into the playoffs. Why is that a fear? I'm going to tell okay. you right now. Okay. Oh, we, you. we caught why, him. We caught him, <laughs>
0: Manny. We caught him. <laughs> it is a fear. I'm, I'm going to tell you why it's
2: a fear of mine. Not, not him playing well. Him playing well isn't a fear. I'm going to tell you what my okay. fears is. He okay. plays well, and we either make the playoffs or we just miss it by a tiebreaker or something. Okay. He's a free agent. Who said that he wants to come back to the Jets? If I'm another team trying to get Mike White to my team, what am I saying? Hey, they still got Zach Wilson over there. They're not giving you the keys to the to the Lamborghini yet. They they still aren't sure about you. You gotta go back there. You still gotta battle for your starting job. Come over here. Come to the Cardinals or not? They got Kyler Murray. Come to the I don't know the, the Packers or wherever the no, they got. somebody I can't think of right off the top of my head. Right. But come here, the Dolphins because two us. us. Shut us. up. So come here. Shut up. And and we'll give you the keys to the mansion and it's all yours. You don't have to like it's guaranteed. You go back to the Jets, and you still have to play for your position. Zach Wilson is still there. Half the fan base doesn't even like you because they still want Zach Wilson. And that's my fear. He's not signed next year. He could walk.
1: There's no guarantee that he's coming back to us. I I think there is a – he picked picked the Jets in the offseason to come over here. And I think that if he has a successful season where he makes the playoffs, you guys are going to pay him to bring him back. That's first of all. And he's not going to say no because at the end of the day, then it's going to be his job to lose. Because he went into this season as a, what, third stringer? Ended mm-hmm. up getting you guys to the playoffs. And Danny he outperformed your supposed to be starting quarterback. Got you into the playoffs. You're going to bring him back next season. And then it's his job to lose. I'm sorry, man. Zach Wilson's not it. Zach Wilson's not it. Chris Trebler, all day. Oh, gosh.
0: So here's the oh. thing with that, though, um, that thought process. I feel like because Zach Wilson, not Zach Wilson, Mike White came back. Uh, and he said he's going to join like the CFL or whatever he said he's about to do before he came back to us. Yeah. really? Um, and that. he ended up being, you know, still the third string quarterback on the team that he came back for, right? Yeah. So if you put that in perspective, let's say if he makes the playoffs or he just, you know, misses it by, you know, you know, blade of grass. At that point, he's still going to come back because at that, I would say he, you're almost promised a starting position. Because you know you came back to a team that you have that camaraderie with and here's another thing as I was thinking about as you was um explaining that. Yes, Zach Wilson is the number two pick, uh-huh. but I think after you go through the season, all those games without Zach Wilson, you start to inch away from farther and farther from that loyalty that you should have to that pick. And oh, here's yeah. another thing the reason why he wouldn't leave is because of the entire like health of the entire league right now, as far as the QB position goes.
1: Right. Yeah. Like I yeah. said
0: you we can't even name teams off the back of our head right now like well this team for sure is going to need a qb like next year april without like okay well they could go this route because there are going to be some free agents out there yeah but who knows you know what what will happen unless you don't unless you have a top five pick right so with that said like you have the texans out there they're going to get a qb you have those you know certain teams out there the colts or whatever have you they might get a qb Right, depending on how if they could get out of Matt Ryan's contract or not, I'm not sure. But the thing about it is, like, with how the entire league is with the quarterback position, are they gonna sign, you know, Mike White to like a Jacoby Brissett, Jimmy G kind of deal to kind of like see, you know, a stopgap QB? Right. I can't see that happening. I think that he'll just re-sign it with the Jets, especially if he had all that history and good, you know, memories and all that stuff with the Jets. He's almost promised a starting position at that at that time. And but he, still had, he had he had a lose. bad
2: preseason. Like he had a, a chance to win the the, the second spot, the, the backup QB. But you had fans asking for Chris Strebler to make the team over him. Like it hasn't been necessarily
0: smooth. But if anything, that that just shows you that us fans, we don't always know everything. Listen, Baltimore. <laughs> <for sure. That's laughs> <for sure. laughs> I mean, if anything, because sure. I mean, I'm still banging the table for Chris Drebler. I want to see him play. Just throw a pass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But here's the thing. There's a reason as to why he's not on the field. Yeah. Right? I could want. I could like how he plays, how his athleticism, all this other stuff. But they watch him on a day-to-day basis. There's a reason. There's probably shit. There's probably a reason why Mike White was, uh, you know, elevated over Flacco. They see him in practice, right? Yep. Or there's a reason as as to why Mike White was the number three QB at the time. Yeah. So as players start to evolve and they get better, they have different practice regimens and stuff like that. I think that. Cohesion behind behind the scenes that we don't see, is what will tell the picture at the end. And I think at the end of the day, when all that smoke clears, yeah, I think either it will go into next season with a true QB competition. We'll resign Mike White, and he'll be basically given a job to lose. And then you give Mike, if anything, you give Zach Wilson a QB friendly deal to stay, and then you just let go of Mike White, right? Because that's your that's your pick. <laughs>
2: If Mike White is the right. guy next year, they have to trade away Zach Wilson.
0: Whatever they got to do. you know. But the thing about it is you're just trying to get the position right. Right. And whatever right looks like, that's just what it's going to be. And by the way, it, Seattle's probably going
1: to need a quarterback because Geno Smith is entering free agency. T- Tom Brady's probably going to retire, so he's out, he's out of Tampa Bay. And, and he's he, a Florida boy. Mike White's a and, Florida boy. And, and then you see the Rams as well. They're down to Baker, Baker Mayfield right now. There are some good – offensive systems out there that could make Mike White even look that much better. Like, Geno Smith is looking exactly the Saints. Like, there are some good systems where he could fall into Danny where they get the most out of him. Sean McVay may may be able to get the most out of him. So, yeah, I get your point that there are other potential spots that he could go to. But if he gets you into the playoffs, he's going to resign with this team. All
2: right, well... Cromartie, or Spyro, thank you for joining us. I do yep. have one last question before you, you go that's off. That we ask every guest at the end of the episode. We want to know, who is your favorite Jet player of all time and your favorite Jet moment of all time? And you can't pick Chris Trevler.
0: <laughs> My favorite Jet moment?
2: Yeah, player and moment.
0: Ooh, let's see. Definitely, when we beat the Patriots in the playoffs. I'll go with that. that. that mm, I think that was great. when I... Cause that's when I really start to really not really get into football, but I started to like. I'm I, I mainly like watch basketball, right? At first, yeah. And then once I got more into football, I'm like, man, I like this sport a lot more, you know, than watching you know basketball and stuff, right? So that was one of the moments for me. I was like, well, yeah, I, I, you know, I like the Jets, you know, the Jets, you know, my team, whatever have you, right? But as far as players go, you know, Cromartie, of course, <laughs> you know. <of> course. <laughs> but, uh, You know, if I if I didn't go with that player,
1: you got to show I some love go. to your dad,
0: man. <laughs> yeah. you know i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with leron legend there's my boy oh <laughs> that's 30, a big 30, boy you know he's a good dude man you yeah. know, he, he he couldn't cover worth, worth at all but you know he, he as soon as he lay hit lay hit on the, you, know, he was so. intimidating that's for sure <laughs> I, so, I actually loved watching him play man he's a funny yeah. dude <laughs> Well.
2: Thank you for your time. We really appreciate you making yeah, time. Man. I know that there was a chance that you couldn't make it, but you did, and I really appreciate yeah, that. Man. It was fun talking. Uh, make sure that you follow uh, Spyro on Twitter. His sure. username is Cromani Jr., but it's doing Twitter it right Spyro Kush. <laughs> um, and then if you stayed listening to the very end, please like and subscribe to our channel. Thank you for staying to the end, and I uh, hope you enjoyed episode number 15 of the Battle Jets fans. We'll catch you guys next week. Yeah. Fins up. Oh, fuck you. <laughs>
0: yeah.